What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Your boy Giovanni. Hola. And it feels so good to be back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. The water's fine, as my boy John Silver says. So mm-hmm. before we get started, oh, damn, he's cute, too. Uh, before we get started, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, and iTunes. Download, play, <laughs> share, and tell everybody about the show. And people always ask, how can we make the show bigger? Share, 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 share. So when you get a link, send that motherfucker to your grandma and tell her that she's about to die anyway. Our, Twitter be, our Twitter's be lit, though. No, Twitter's Instagram, all that shit. Question. Let me see a picture of John Silver because you guys are in the know. I don't know who this person is. He's cute. Is. He's married. Okay, fuck it. He's never mind. He's married to uh, Ashley Everett, who is Beyonce's dance captain. Oh, yeah. Um, never they, mind. They, they, yeah. They, were, they got engaged. God bless him. My dog. Okay. Yeah. God bless Best him. Friend. Yeah, I told okay. him I heard he had a big dick. So. Oh, my God. I told him if he does come on the show, he definitely got to lay it on the counter. Jason. This is my best friend we're talking about. And you know your other best friend that I just saw recently, Seth. From the, I saw him from the back the other day at Don Benjamin's party. He was walking in. Yeah. He's really good to look at on from the back. He's good to look at from the front, too. All right, so if you need your hands, if you need your body rubbed on, call Hands of Fury. So let's get oh, into yes, it. yes, yes, Hands of Fury. So we were having a conversation offline, right. and I was basically saying that uh, before I became, and I'm not sober, but I'm not as drunk as I used to be. I used to be really drunk all the time. I used mm. to work all day, drink all night, work mm. all day, drink all night. And that was just my life for probably a good 15, 20 years. Mm. You were a scary drunk. A scary drunk. Yes. I mean, just reckless, savage drunk. Yes. <laughs> yes. And what I used to enjoy about drunk sex was, you know, you you either have a partner or you're in a relationship or you go out party. And, you know, in Hollywood, you find somebody that mm. you click with and then you go home and you fuck them to death. Mm. Not that I did mm. that. I'm just saying that's what people in Hollywood do. I'm just Hollywood unlocked. I'm unlocking just mm. what's going on out here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would be drunk and I would enjoy drunk sex. Do you enjoy drunk sex? I hate Nah. Is it because they wouldn't find the right hole or No, 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 no. It's it's not the guy. It's me. I don't like drunk sex because first of all, I can never get to the finish line. Ever. Meaning you can never come. I yeah. It's because just, you're drunk. Because I'm drunk, it's just my body just refuses. Like my body is just shut down, like nah, bitch, yeah. it ain't happening. Even me with too. even with my my Hitachi. If I've had too much to drink and I'm just like, I'm well, like, oh, my God, if, oh, my God, if, hurry if had, up. If I'm you trying had to go to many, sleep. If you had too many cocktails and you're at home with a Hitachi and you rubbing around on yourself, that needs to be recorded, put on Hollywood Online. <laughs> no, like, no. I am so good for going home alone when I'm drunk. Like, I don't Sheesh. have these. I really don't have these random occurrences where I wake up next to somebody. I'm like, who the So you're that drunk that? that disappears in the party and now you're at home. Exactly. Yeah. I'm the what one a, that, yeah. What about you? Uh, no, drunk sex, I can't do it. Not anymore. <clears throat> like she said, I can't get to the finish line at really? all. Like, I have to, only way for me to come, I have to masturbate, and that take about a 35, 40 minutes. Okay, can I be honest with you? So, back when I was drinking, sex is when I, I was like. drinking and having sex, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I mean, I, just the wind would blow. I'd get erection, and you know, I might be fucking a cat. Not really. <laughs> but <laughs> I would be, the only I'd be time. ready to go. Once I got sober, I really, my body started saying, like, if we not into this person, not even attractive, because I've had attractive people mm-hmm. that I want to have sex with, but they're, they're whack or their conversation's whack or, you know, they said something that irritated me and it's just like, nah, I can't do it. Mm. So my, my dick will be like, no, I'm going to use discretion at this point in time. We're not going to do it. Well, just in case you guys need it, I think I have a connect to some generic Viagra. I don't, I don't fuck with that shit. Mess with your heart. I'm good. I don't have a problem getting hard. I just have a problem coming when I'm drunk. Well, I took Vi- Viagra one time. <laughs> and how'd that go over? I didn't need the Viagra. I just took it because I wanted to see if it really worked. And how did it work? It's insane. You can't not. Your dick won't go down. 
I want, okay, I would like for anybody who's listening, any women that have ever tried Viagra, can you please tell me what it did for you? Did it do anything? Was it a placebo effect? But do like, women I'm, use Viagra? I'm literally asking that question right mm. now. I'm curious to know, is it something I need to try? I'm so vanilla. I've had, I've drank alcohol and I smoke weed, which everybody knows, but I've never done anything else. I've never had shrooms. I've never done ecstasy. Well, I've listen, never, I'm, not an, I'm not an advocate for drugs, but you know, I have popped a Molly here and there. I, can't, I remember on this show once I came in, I was on the Molly and I could barely get through the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never done Molly before. You've I'm never no, done any of that. But I'm like nothing. I'm not an advocate for drugs, so I'm saying right now, please don't do it. I have not done Molly in a few months. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you do you this happened to me not too long ago and I had asked mm. a few friends and they said it never happened to them. So I want to see if it maybe something wrong with me is mm. my dick fell asleep. <laughs> Inside somebody? <laughs> No, like driving down the street, my dick fell asleep. What does that mean? Your dick, my you, dick is asleep right listen, now when no, it's people, not hard. People, what we're not going to do, I need everybody out here to listen to this medical experience because this really happened. You mean your dick got numb? You know how your leg falls asleep and you yeah. get that real tingly feeling that you can't yeah, even move and numb, hurt? Yeah. Has your dick ever done that? No, nah, you got to go to the doctor, bro. No, 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 listen, listen. <laughs> My dick fell Any asleep. Any type of tingling you feel in your balls? No, listen. No, I, we both have had that tingling before, and the doctor <laughs> cured that shit. I'm not talking about that type of tingling, because I did say to somebody recently who who thought he may have had something. This is not something I'm involved with. A friend of mine said, you know, I fucked this girl, and I think she gave me something. I said, well, let me, let's talk about it. Mm. Uh, you get First day, you get a tingling in your dick. Second day, your dick is stuck together. When you pee, it burns a little bit. And the third day, your shit is a fucking firehouse. Uh -uh. He, was like, no he was like, well, I'm on day one okay he call me day two and i'll let you know if you need to go to the doctor Oof. anyway um shout out to all of you with stds out there you can get them checked now and get them <laughs> syphilis my, is on the rise but people. my dick fell asleep i don't know what that means my dick is asleep right now it's no not no, like your dick is flaccid there's a difference it's fla asleep. flaccid meaning it's just laying there yeah he ain't up he ain't not up. that i mean like no, he's the, got numb like the tingly feeling like it was like the tingling like, like a the, foot like the whole thing was sleep that's not good bro yeah, well listen it's happened more than once <laughs> to you yeah well no to the nigga yeah i'm like only talk about my sleep dick i can't talk about another nigga's sleep dick you but anyway, it, it did. It did. No, it wasn't a doctor thing. It just, you know, you got to let it wear off. And once it wears off, you can move again. But, you know, anyway. Um, I can't participate in this in this conversation because so I, I don't have anything that falls so asleep. I was just, so the whole feet. topic of the conversation was, do you have drunk sex? I personally enjoy drunk sex. It, not drunk sex, but like when you're kind of drunk sex. Nice. Like passion's Tipsy there sex. And, sex. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like it. I'll do it. But I'm, I, I tell her, look, I'm not going to come. I'm, I'm too fucked up. I tell her straight from the, the gate. So what are the type of things that you do to get aroused or to get your partner aroused? Because I know when you're in the bedroom Breathe. with somebody, Eat no, but when ass. you're in the bedroom with somebody, we all got something that we got to do that may be a little. I'm Think very about passionate. somebody else. Damn, Melissa. So you've had sex with somebody and thought about somebody else? Of course uh, she has. Yeah. But like fantasize like Sidney Poitier, get me. Or like, are you thinking <laughs> of like an ex or something? I'm probably thinking about somebody that I would never have sex with that I, that I, I. So like Young Berg. No, <laughs> and no offense, but not like 50. that. No. That's, that's a, that would be a have good Have you thought one. of having sex? Cause no, oh, I had, 50 I had, about no, to slide home, I haven't, used, I haven't used him in, you know, my whole, you know, fantasy life or whatever the case is. But like sometimes, I mean, it's just, it's like taboo. 
So, Why you when know, you and 50 were at dinner, y'all do kind of have like a little chemistry? Like he, I could tell he was like, it was sort of like when you court a girl and you want to impress her. Yeah. That's what he was doing. And oh, then yeah, you were like dinner. the little schoolgirl kind of coyish. And I was sitting there like, these two niggas. Um, number one, 50 is a cancer and I'm a Scorpio. Is that and, compatibility? Oh, it's ridiculously compatible. Okay. Um, number two, we've known each other for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I thought I was introducing y'all that night. No. And he, he, you were at the bar and he walked up on you like, and, and scooted me out the way <laughs> and scooted himself in the middle. I'm like, okay, nigga, I know you crazy. So I'm not going to say nothing, but yeah, yeah, no. So we've, um, I don't know. There's just always been like a mutual respect and flirtation there. Um, it was nice to see. Never went at, It's never gone anywhere. I, I enjoyed talking to him. He's just, he's just a dope guy. You made, you, know? you made 50 cent behave like a gentleman. But here's the thing. I don't know if he wants that secret out, but he kind of sort of can be. Okay. You know? So during dinner, <laughs> I look over at 50. This is after we exchange how many times we both have been shot. And I say to him, <laughs> Why don't you want people to know that you're like a nice guy? Because mm-hmm. he was so fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Is he that person or is that just an act? No, he's that person. Like when, you know, there's just nobody around. He's just a, he's just a dope person. Yeah. You know, well, but, uh, but of course, when there, when there's compatibility, you're probably going to see something where somebody who's like repelled by them won't see it. So I don't know. I've just, I've always had really good experiences with him. He's dope. He's funny. We have great conversation. We joke. And- so you, so what do you have to do to get aroused? Cause some of us have. We do different acrobatics. I just like, I like to see the thong straps. Like the thong straps on her jeans a little bit. That shit get me hard. Okay. So when you see mm-hmm. this thong straps. How, G-string Okay, straps. so you so that's your go-to thing to get an erection. No, I mean, that's that. no, that's not my go-to thing. But my go-to thing to get me hard is just for me to eat her out. Why do guys fuck girls and put their finger in their butt? I'm trying to I understand. I don't do that. I've been I put my that. tongue in there. No, but you're not while you're fucking. You don't. Oh no, because <laughs> you oh, ain't yeah. that. You oh yeah, ain't, you ain't that limber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when I'm having sex from the back, I do like to put my finger, my thumb in her butt. But why is that? It's just fun. But what if she didn't wipe her butt? <laughs> <laughs> why do you guys try to do that shit? I don't try. I do it. Okay, uh, I'm why saying I'm, I'm I'm saying try for myself because I'm like take your finger out my motherfucking ass. Wait, have they, they tried like that it. on you? Of course. Oh, do you know me, guy? That is a guy. That really is a thing. But why though? I don't know. So that's one thing gay men don't do. What the fuck? We're already in the butt. Ex- you know, I know. So I've just, I'm like, why? Why is it a show of dominance? Is it I'm going I'm testing my limits. Yeah, like, I think it's all is, of that. Is it I want to see if I you're, thought it was if, more of like a handlebar. Because you know, you're holding on and you... Yeah, exactly. No, or, Melissa has it right. Or is it a thing of where you're like, I want to see if she's going to let me stick my dick, dick in her ass. It's all of that. It's all, all of that. what you okay. just said. Well, so, the answer is no, motherfucker. So you like fucking in the booty? A girl's ass. <laughs> I, no, I didn't... Why? What? Because Jason, you. Why do y'all have to? No, no. I I said, I said to you privately, I'm gonna stop trying you on the gay shit. No, Jason. Unless you open up the door, I did say that. Listen, no, I did say it because I do feel like sometimes I joke with you a little too much as a (laughs) heterosexual. No, as of recently, I have been indulging. I I almost. I caught a cold. Fuck it. Um, as a man. Yeah, as a man. <laughs> Recently, yeah, I have been fucking girls in the ass. Really? Do you like it? More? I love it. Do you like it? Really? I love it. So now you're barely catching up with what I figured out a long time ago. What? What's that? They're fucking in the ass is a good thing. 
in a woman's ass. Yeah. Okay. Okay, hold on. Is there a process here? Do you like do like enemas beforehand? No, they very do, clean. Like, it's only it's very, no, very yeah, very 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 fucking clean, very clean. Okay. But she comes from her ass more than her vagina. But okay. I, I told you I had a boy come out his booty before and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Did you just have a stroke? A little bit. <laughs> this is going to be a highlight for the clips to post. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. My thing now, you know, I told the story about the time I had um, sexual relations with a person who was watching himself have sexual relationships with a person. So we were watching him have sex with somebody. We were watching him. A porn. We were watching him have sex with his girlfriend. Ah. That's how we aroused each other. Ah. Weird. Well, listen, it's not an every time thing that I have to think about somebody else other than the person I'm having sex with. Because sometimes the person I'm having sex with is somebody I want to. Do any of us have celebrity fantasies? Like, do you have a celebrity fantasy? Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Fassbender. Um, but somebody that people know. Okay, fine. Um, but he's Magneto. <laughs> um, Mine is Eva Mendez. She's hot. Yeah, she's really hot. She's fucking hot and married. Yeah, Damn. she's really hot and married. Or Wonder um, Woman. Okay, well, shit. If he's gonna go with her, with with Eva Mendez, I'll go with her husband, Ryan Gosling. Really? Oh my God, he's so hot. You would not have sex with Ryan Gosling. Oh yes, I would. Really? He got he got he got that um, uh, Mark Wahlberg swag and and that one too. <laughs> yeah. So Mark Wahlberg said, "Come get this Wahlberger." Well, <laughs> if he wasn't married, absolutely. is Mark Wahlberg married? Very married with kids and happy and all that. So shit. you would never be like his Olivia Pope. No, no. Was Olivia Pope a side chick? Yes. I never watched Scandal. Listen, I hate that show. Uh, wait, no, no, hold I on. It. I watch How to Get Away with Murder. So it's no, there's no comparison. Scandal. Speaking of, Viola I saw Columbus Davis. Short the other day. Before we get to Columbus Short or Superhead, if it goes that far, you do know oh, I posted. Well, I was somewhere. I was on a plane and mm. I saw the clip from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh-huh. There was like this moment where Jesse Williams was crying hysterically. It's a big moment in the show. It's like something that everybody's been waiting for. And I was watching it in Miami. So I text, don't tell me what the moment is. I've no. never watched. So the show. I text my team and said, put this on Instagram. Right. And they put it up and the West Coast people read me yes. for Phil. Oh, because oh. they said it was a it was a spoiler. spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You motherfucking bitch. You bitch. You bitch. <laughs> they were so mad at me. I was laying in bed in Miami. I was in Miami, laying in bed, giggling my ass off, reading the comments. I kept, I kept refreshing the comments to see what people would say. Folks, if you're listening, please go to Hollywood Unlocked and tell me the craziest shit you want to tell me because I literally giggle every time I read shit. That's really good. I, I don't. So my celebrity crush right now, this moment. Davies. You know, I did think he was attractive until he started putting those tattoos on his face. Everybody can't put tattoos on their face. He started putting tattoos on his face? Yeah. And, and then he started, like, braiding his hair like the Crips in prison do. And I just, I don't feel that. He um, was, you know he who was I, so You know pretty. who I'm sitting back looking at right now saying is cute as fuck mm. that y'all don't even know? Mm. His name is Lil Skies. <laughs> You're right. I don't know him. Don't know him. He got tattoos all over his face, light skin, just, you know, my type. Is that the new thing? I think I'm going to start. I think I'm going to blast I'm going to put tattoos on my face. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing some I'm going to put thug life on my neck first as my homage to You Tupac. said hug life? Thug life. Mm. Oh. Hug life. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've always thought, uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of celebrity crushes, but little Skies, you can get it. Huh. I'm some really of these little dirty Zanny Bar niggas look like them. You can get them. I'm really trying to think of who like Justine my, Sky, my, I love. My crush would she's be. a minor. She's so... Justine Sky? I know. She's not a minor. She's 21, but she's like a minor. She's I know bad. her mom. She's bad. Okay. Um, I'm still thinking. 
Michael B. Jordan-ish? Michael B. Jordan is actually a really good-looking guy. You, I'm sorry. Watching him in The Wire, you couldn't have told me he was going to be this fine. But when <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't have told but me. But when That's he true. was killing Black Panther, you was like, mm, he can Shit. get it. Hey, yes. He, even so, with all those bumps yes. on his body. <laughs> I bring it on. See, guys, just because you have a bump bring here and there on. don't mean that you can't get a bad bit. Listen, folks, I'm just going to give my friend Giovanni some advice. And I will tell you, listeners, I've told Gio offline during lunch we were eating some fish. <laughs> that I'm not going to crack any more gay jokes because Giovanni's not gay and he's allowed me to have my fun with him and have my way with him the way that I've wanted to on air. Mm, mm, mm. But but listen, Gio, stop playing. Be careful playing in the booty. It's not no for gateway. Two, no, but I, it is I had a another gateway. gay dude say the same shit. Listen, you keep playing around that booty for too long. You're gonna be Look, lay, you're gonna I'm be not, la- wait. You're gonna be laying up playing Fortnite with the homie one night <laughs> and you gonna slip in and then you're nah, you gonna fill a night. When I have when I when I explore that part of a woman, I'm not. That's not my go-to. You know, I'm always inside that pussy for a little bit. Would you stop? And then don't, don't. I choose. And then she'd be like, "Fuck me in my ass." Okay, so my girlfriend <laughs> told me that. <laughs> <laughs> what, a segue. what a segue What a segue Melissa Wait. Do it again Where are we going <laughs> I was just going to say My girlfriend told me That your vagina gets jealous uh, If you You know Start having a lot of anal sex Well first of all it, it's a, <laughs> There's different bacteria In the vaginal area And, and then in the booty No 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 you're But ba- once I go on her ass no, I never go a, back into her no, vagina a, No <laughs> No I said jealous Oh No I know that But I'm just saying like I, yeah, I was just moving on. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. so, yeah, but all I'm just saying is a person who used to fuck a lot of girls, I know that's weird to say. Very. But now fucks, you know, men. Um, just be careful because it's you, you start to get in a rhythm. Nah, and before nah. you know it, I'm going to find you on Santa Monica and, nah. and Western. No, 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 no. I ain't going to be on no blade. I ain't going to be looking on the blade. I ain't going to be walking the blade. He's going to be at the Abbey. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I've been to the Abbey before. Uh, There'd be a lot yeah. of bad straight chicks at the All Abbey. Right. So anyway, let's move along. That's true. What's happening, Melissa? Um, okay, so what's happening? Donald Glover says he felt intimidated working with uh, Queen Bee. I mean, who else? Who wouldn't? Um, But they are voicing the characters of Simba and Nala, respectively. And he admits that it was nerve-wracking recording alongside her. He told Entertainment Tonight, we started recording some stuff. And it's, you know, it's a little intimidating, at least from my point of view, just hearing her do it. It's been like, man, this is a really special thing. Mm. Meanwhile, it was previously revealed that Beyonce and uh, Glover are set to re-record some of the hit songs from the live-action remake of the Disney animated classic. I can't wait. I love Lion King. I've never seen the movie. Lies, you tell. I've I've, I've only seen the play. Because my, my ex-boyfriend, who's in jail now, the one that I talk about on the show, uh-huh. he was a big fan. So I took him to the uh, Broadway play for just for a date or whatever. Uh-huh. I saw the play, too. I've I never the seen play. the movie. It's great. Yeah. You yeah. deliberately disobeyed me. And what's worse, you put Nala in danger. That's a pretty Ooh, good... Thank you for it. That was pretty good. James Earl Jones. Listen, okay. th- that was good. I sat behind <laughs> that nigga once on a flight. I, 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 this is definitely going to be something that I'm going to go watch. Uh-huh. Is it going to be animated? No, live action. Yeah. What does so, that mean? Like li- Little Mermaid. Is the new Little Mermaid is live action? So it's animation. No, it's real. It's real. Mermaids are not real. Like the Jungle Book. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Jungle Book movie. That's live action. I've never seen the Jungle Book movie. Okay, when they take something from animation okay. or cartoon, are they, they make humans. It. Yes. So, but no, the- there's going to be lions that CGI talking. It's going to be real lions. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? No. <laughs> Planet what? of the Apes. Exactly. Oh, like something that. like oh, that. Oh, so it's gonna look real, but they're gonna be animals. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> Shit, I didn't know what the fuck y'all were talking about. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, but we won't see Beyonce. No. no. We'll just hear her. Voice. Yes. yes. She's so, going to be the voice of Nala. So Nala was who? Nala was Simba's, uh, Simba's girlfriend. Oh. It, Excuse now, me, I'm sorry. It's not a I'm bitch. Sorry. They ain't dogs. <laughs> Did you say Simba had a Simba had a bitch? <laughs> I'm so yes. sorry. Just gonna shit on poor so Disney. I'm so sorry. Okay. It was his girlfriend. So not so who's playing Simba? Simba Donald is, Glover. is Donald Glover. Oh, so they're playing opposite each other. Yes. yes. That's so, why he's nervous. Oh, well, then, now the story makes sense. James Earl Jones reprising his role as Mufasa. Oh, dope. Yes. Mufasa. Really? Yes. Who else is in it? Um, the little boy J.D. McCrary. JD, the little singer boy, he's playing the young. Oh yeah, yeah. he follows he's Hollywood playing the, a lot. He's playing the young symbol. Yeah, he follows Hollywood a lot. We should get him in here for an interview. Yes. Uh, you know who? Uh, I he- I heard that the 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 what are the hyenas? The Migos want to play the hyenas. That, that would be perfect. amazing. Oh, that, that would, would be, be amazing. That would be perfect. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> I would. I I can't even imagine who they were going to get for Timon and Pumbaa, but I. They already have the. You know, the, you know who? The it? Se- oh, Seth Rogen. Who's yes. Who's playing Scar? Uh, Idris is it Jeremy? Who? Idris Elba, I think. Oh, that'll really? be good. Yeah. Oh. That'll be good. So this good. is going to be another. And you know what? I, I I'm going to. I think. I'm going to say this now. This is going to be another Wakanda. This is going to be another Black Panther in terms of box office. They're going to mm-hmm. another black film that's going to make millions and millions, if not billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully somebody will start saying like niggas need movies. Right. Oh yeah, you know, well, you know, yeah, we do. Okay. Um, okay, but have you ever been intimidated with by somebody that you've worked with or any interviews you'd had you've had to do? Yes, um, my my interview with Soldier Boy. You were intimidated. My soldier boy. I was intimidated. Okay, let me. There's different levels of intimidation. Okay. For example, my interview with Khalees. Mm-hmm. I was intimidated mm-hmm. because I'm in this woman's house. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about something that's going to impact the culture, meaning it's going to go all over the world and impact perception of something that's bigger than hip hop, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. there's intimidation for that. One, two, I don't prepare for interviews, mm-hmm. so I don't have a bunch of information because I can't even retain a lot of stuff, and I mm-hmm. forget stuff. That's why you'll hear people say, oh, well, that's not right, or this is not true, because I'm literally a fan trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then I think the third, with this show, I feel very comfortable because if I don't necessarily like the guest or, or I'm interested in the guest, you can pick it up because mm. you've had experience and you could do it. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a guest that's an actor or whatever, you can talk about acting and I can fall back. Mm-hmm. On a one-on-one, it's just you and them. Yeah. And you got to keep asking questions. Yeah. So, yeah, I get intimidated all the time. Mm. Got you. Not me. I mean, I'm sure I have in some form of You fashion. got intimidated just doing Unsolved. You said it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you. Yeah, that was You're a good welcome. one. You're welcome. So, okay. who, so were you intimidated by Josh Jamel? And yeah, Bokeem, of course. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. What about you? No problem. Um, when I had a show, when I had my radio show on Sirius, um, Sirius Radio in New York, they have um, the big studios called the Fishbowl because it's all glass all the way around. You know, so you'll, yeah, you'll see like a Rolling Stones come there and do live performances and, you know, people are invited to watch and whatnot. And one day I got Mary J. Blige. Mm. And... I was like, and it was going to be a live interview. Um, yeah, yeah, you really can't run from that. No, you can't. No, you cannot. <laughs> like you, you, there's no editing. There's no nothing. Not only that, the whole entire um, foyer, like lobby, was completely full, mm. and the president and CEO of Sirius were there watching. I was like, oh my god, I'm the one, die. the one blessing about this. Uh, <laughs> The one blessing about this show Jennifer is that Lewis. we actually interview people that we like or that mm-hmm. we know. So yeah. it is very different than I have. I could not imagine having a job where the booker says, tomorrow you're interviewing Samuel Jackson. 
Yeah. And it's like, don't know him. Ne- don't, like, you literally. You got to do your research. You have to do your research. You have to. And and what if you have to interview somebody that you don't care? You've had to interview people that you don't care about, mm-hmm. you know, on this show. Yeah. So yeah. it's the intimidation isn't afraid of the person. I think it's more of like with Khalees, it was more of like how big this is going to be and the impact it's going to have. And I will tell you, you know, when I was in Dominican Republic and I was getting calls from Rob, Mark, Rob Markman or um, Kim Azorio from The Source and big iconic hip hop journalists mm-hmm. saying you did a great job, mm-hmm. that did feel good. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, but. When I was telling somebody yesterday, they were like, so how do you prepare for that interview? I said, I'll be honest with you. I was not trying to do that interview. I was on my way to Vegas, mm-hmm. and I it was in the Uber with somebody going over a couple of links. Mm-hmm. I didn't prepare. So, yeah. Sometimes, I sometimes it's better to, to just wing it, you yeah. know, because then you could just, like, go based off of everything that you personally know um, uh, about that person, as you know, in terms of being, like, a fan. Like, another person that I was very, I was definitely intimidated by was Cicely Tyson. Mm. Um, I was on. I was doing red carpet interviews with Tore, who's a very good friend of mine. Honey, Hi, Tore. And at her age, had she died right there in the middle of your interview, you would have really been fucked this up. Was, this was this was quite a few <laughs> years ago. Um, but I mean, Cicely Tyson, uh-huh. she just is. She her her aura is. She's inc- royalty. She's royalty. Her aura is incredibly regal, powerful, and I was like, uh, Hi, Miss Tyson. Yeah. Is I felt okay that way when I met Harry yeah. Belafonte and Sidney Portier. Yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine. Yeah, so I mean, that's... I was um I was really intimidated when I interviewed Jesus. Uh, that interview, right? I'm really? weak. I didn't interview Jesus. <laughs> I know that. Okay. Anyway, those of us are waiting for our blessings. Well, guess what, folks? The blessings are in our only daily harvest. You can be blessed <laughs> with getting healthy food, and uh, we're gonna let Melissa tell you how to do it because we're all harvesting over here at Hollywood Unlocked. Okay. Well, Daily Harvest delivers frozen one step. Prep plant-based eats. Say that ten times. I I know, I know. (laughs) Straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, savior, savory harvest bowls, overnight oats, and more. And I've I've actually tried them. So sometimes I'm lazy, and sometimes I'm like I'm too busy, and I will go hours and hours and hours without eating, and that's not good. Your body kicks into starvation mode. It just it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Just go to the freezer, and you get like one of their little dishes. And I had cauliflower rice with kale and pesto and whatnot. Sounds amazing. It was so good. So like you just put that in the, you know, in a, (laughs) you just put that in the frying pan and with a little bit of water and I just seasoned it up a little bit more just because I wanted it to be a little bit more spicy. But I, you know, four to six minutes later. Put that sucker in a boy. Ooh, it was good. And the thing about Davey Har- Daily Harvest for me is that when you're on the go and you don't have time to be sitting around mm-hmm. cooking up stuff, yeah. because back in the day, I used to love to make a homemade lasagna. Yeah. Who, love lasagna. who has time for that? No, nah, not me. Barely have time to make a cup of noodles. But anyway. Exactly. The thing I love about Daily Harvest is the um, it becomes a necessity out of convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have you had your daily harvest yet? I have, yes, yes, I have. Oh, really? Yes, it's good. I can see you're wearing it well. Listen, I'm <laughs> slimming up. I lost 25 no, pounds. I know, we all know how, and you look amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So, Melissa, right. tell everybody how they can get their daily harvest. Okay. Well, to, with daily harvest, you can make uh, an amazing <laughs> meal or snack filled with delicious whole ingredients in just 30 seconds. Oh, so, go to daily harvest.com. That is daily dash harvest.com and enter the promo code unlocked to get three items free in your first box that is promo code unlocked for three free daily harvest cups at daily dash harvest.com 
gmail.com. And if for whatever reason that doesn't work, please email us here at Hollywood Unlocked and we'll put together Giovanni's plan. And that comes in a 30, 60, 90 day or 365 day plan. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, what else is going on? Okay. So um, something that was really interesting because we were talking about um, uh, Jada Pinkett and her new series um, on Facebook called Red Tabletop. Tabletop. Yes, I love um, that show. Love the format where um, Jada Pinkett, it's Jada Pinkett, her daughter Willow, and, and, her, and her mother. Who and looks amazing, by the way. I'm, she's, she's what? 60-something what years old? And she old? has oh. abs. You see her abs? I did. I go, She's hashtag goals. Would you have sex with Jada's mom? Absolutely. Okay, then. Well, I'm sure she's happy to hear that. Anyways, um, Willow Smith revealed to her mother and her grandmother for you know, the first time they'd ever heard it and the world that she had been a self-cutter. Um, and Jada and her mother were, were literally like, when? Why? What the hell? Like, mm-hmm. what happened? They basically like, were just, you know. And so, Willow, God bless her. She is just such a... Beautiful. She's she's girl. gorgeous. She's so sweet. And she's so... She seems what? so just so fragile you just want to mm. give her a hug you mm. know what i'm saying and um she said that she re- uh she revealed that it happened after she skyrocketed to fame following her 2010 hit with my hair which i loved and almost got Shout you know jukebox for producing that yeah i literally almost got like pinched nerves in my neck just from you know <laughs> trying to whip d- your hair exactly mm-hmm. but she said i would have to uh, say i honestly felt like i would i'd lost my sanity at one point um, it was after the whole whip my hair thing, and I just had to um, stop doing singing lessons. I was kind of just in this gray area of who am I? Do I have a purpose? Is there anything else I can do besides this? And then she goes on to say, after all of that kind of settled down, it was like a lull, and I was listening to a lot of dark music, and I, it was just so crazy. And I was just plunged into this black hole, and I was like cutting myself and doing crazy things. She also mm. reveals that only one friend knew what she was up to, and when it comes to cutting, I feel like, you know, I've, I've done some research on this, known a couple of people that did it, and they say, you know, it provides what they describe as some kind of like a release, mm-hmm. you know, like they've just got so much pent yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, it's just like alcohol. Yeah. So it's that's that thing that you know is not good for you that makes you, gives you comfort. Exactly. I mean, I, and power, and a feeling of, of, of power. I mean, listen, you know, for, for stress, I will be honest. In, within chaos. There are days that I tell you that I know I'm I know I'm suffering from depression for, to a certain degree that I know I can't even literally physically leave my house. Mm-hmm. I've literally gotten dressed. I've scheduled out shit to do. Um, and I don't go anywhere. And it's just because I think the pressure, you know, sometimes I, I've, I've struggled with reacting to people. I used to be able to be really reckless publicly. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to dress and look any kind of way all the time and the pressure of always having to be prepared for somebody to know you is frustrating mm-hmm. and I, I haven't reacted to it. I mean I haven't adapted to it well I was in Miami like I said this past weekend and I hooked up with a friend and I'm like let's go get lunch so we go to Gloria Stefan's restaurant we're sitting there and I, there's so many it, there was the Rolling Loud tour uh, festival mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's goober goober amount of our people out there question did they put the oxtails back on the menu they didn't and i text glory i was like girl put these oxtails back on but okay the pressure of sitting there just trying to have lunch somebody Mm -hmm. rolled up videotaping me while i'm having lunch hey Mm -hmm. look who it is look who it is i had people stop and take pictures like sit down and do selfies with me while i'm sitting at the table eating Mm -hmm. um and then the discomfort of my friend not being able to enjoy having that pressure right there is really frustrating yeah. Because you can't be mean. You can't check. I did have to check one person because he was like, 
hey, fool, we need to take a photo. I said, nigga, you don't know me. So mm-hmm. fuck all that fool shit. You mm-hmm. want to, hey, what's up, Jason? But you're not going to fool me while I'm sitting here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think with me, I'm learning that, like, I have one life to live. And, the, and somebody, Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. uh, just did a commencement speech where she said, you can influence thousands, millions of people, but you could only control one person, and that's you. Mm-hmm. So find the problem. Mm-hmm. And then deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, that was some real shit. You yeah, know? but I mean, in Willow's, you know, and when with regards to Willow, she was just so young. And even though she has very, very famous parents and people were aware of her, this was a different kind of mm-hmm. fame. This was her on her own, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, it hurts as like an adult reading some things that people say about you. I can only imagine how that affects, you know, a young person's psyche like Willow. Mm -hmm. And seeing how delicate and fragile she really actually is. People making commentary about her, you know, or her weight or, you know, what she looks like. I mean, like that. I remember she went to a little emo goth stage. I I remember that. But that that goes back to like, there's been a lot of flexibility now they've allowed their kids to grow too and Mm -hmm. to mature as individuals. You're the only person at the show with a kid. How do you stay in touch with your daughter and make sure that you know or have your finger on the pulse of how she's dealing with stress? Mm -hmm. Well, I have to thank God, man, because my daughter actually, she's doing a pretty great job at doing it herself. Um, she's 15. She's about to be that age where she's telling me, Dad, like, you know, I'm not even really trying to be what I see on Instagram or TV. I have to just continue to have that open portal gateway of communication with her. And we have such a good relationship where we just keep it honest and she keeps it honest with me about what she is doing or has done. And I never judge her. I just try to help guide her through it. And that's what I try to do. I used to be that overbearing dad. Like, no, you're not going to do this. Ah. And I never got a reaction from her. But I just saying, when I allowed to let her be her mm-hmm. and to do things based off what she wants to do. And then once I saw that, she just was a lot more open with letting, with being open with me. You know, mm-hmm. my brother, uh, one of the things I will say in terms of like the stress of my family, mm-hmm. I'll tell you the way I deal with it and the way I deal with a lot of things is I literally just abandon it. Mm-hmm. So my family, they never see me. I go home. I'll be home for five days. Mm-hmm. They never, the, one sister will see me. Mm-hmm. Maybe one brother will see me, but the, and one cousin will see me, but that's it. I won't go to my aunt's house really. I don't really go to my, I don't talk to see my dad. So one of my brothers this morning while I was on my welfare sent me a message and um, I will read it to you what the person said. He said, I just wanted to tell you that I love you soldier. The way everybody's losing their life out there in the streets, you never know when it could be one of us. And if it was one of us, I want to at least tell you that I cared about you. Oh, wow. I didn't respond to it. Why? Because that's stressful. <laughs> and I'll explain that. I'll explain why it's stressful. Mm-hmm. I don't like dealing with feelings. Uh, you don't say. <laughs> I like, I like, I like keeping my head down mm-hmm. and doing my work. Okay. And I do look. I'm learning how to look up from time to time because, you know, to have that conversation opens up other things. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to just not deal with that. So not even a thanks. I don't know yet. But I have another brother who texts me every day, and he's like, "I love you. I miss you. I want to see you." This is the brother that I raised from eight years mm-hmm, old to mm-hmm, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, the fire starter. The, uh, the lot of starter. <laughs> but, you know, he and I, you know, he texted me, I want to see you. I went home mm-hmm. and I wanted to see him. But then it's just like I realized raising him, I wasn't the best parent. Mm-hmm. Because not that I didn't know how to love, but I'm just a really like, you know what the fuck you need to do. Do what you need to do. I'm mm-hmm. not, I wasn't able to be affectionate, mm-hmm. an affectionate parent. That's why I've decided, like, 
I'm too selfish of a person to raise children. I'm not going, I'm not right now in the mind of being a good parent Mm -hmm. where I'm going to put you before me. I'm not. Right. So for me, the way I've dealt with the stress of just having the emotional conversation experience with my family is I just abandoned it. Mm. Ostrich, put your head in the sand. Life is easy. Okay. I mean, literally the life could, the world could be falling apart around me. Mm-hmm. And if it ain't got nothing to do with Hollywood Unlocked, I don't see it. Good for you. Okay, focus, focus. All right, well, somebody else who's focused is Amber Rose, and she is focused on uh, getting 21 Savage back in her loving arms. But, I ain't mad at you, girl. Get your man. Yeah, well, we'll see how that works out because it didn't look like it worked out for her this weekend. Um, she apparently traveled uh, from L.A. to Miami. And um, she went out of her way to confront her tatted up lover while he attended the Rolling Loud Music Festival in Miami, which you were just at. Mm -hmm. Um, But when Amber popped up on him, he wasn't ready to reconcile, according to uh, an insider. That's when Amber resorted to Plan B, socializing with friends and other artists and then posted posted up photos with her yarn headed with yarn headed rapper um, Little Pump. Pump. Why does he have yarn in his? Oh, you know what? Skating right along. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Amber seemed to have been enjoying herself after the rejection, but stories popped up about her dating Lil Pump, and 21 did not like that Lil, at all. Lil Pump is 17. She is not dating that She's Lil not boy. dating that boy. I, listen, I didn't think that at yeah, all. It's yeah. just like, why? But you know, it goes back to you women. You yeah. take a picture with a boy, you're dating them. Yeah. It it's doesn't, crazy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. As, lo- as long as the human being standing next to me has a penis, I must be fucking him if there's a picture being taken, because that's all the proof you all need. So she... Went on to her Instagram page and she professed her love for um, 21 Savage, Savage, saying that the photo meant nothing. Um, it was, uh, it, it was, it was, it was really like a love letter to him. Yeah, I, I'm I, mad at a girl. I yeah. saw Amber at Coachella at the Bootsy Bellows party and mm-hmm. I walked up to her and I said, with the Me Too movement, where you been? Stop getting in relationships with these dudes and distracting you from what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Stay focused on you. And she told me, I'm not, I'm focused on me. I don't know how true this is. And maybe, I know she was out there at the Rolling Loud tour. Well, she, Loud. yeah, her words exactly. I'll just, you know, skip over yeah, all the other I know she stuff. Did a long it's, post. it's a really long post, but towards the end, she says, I love him. Put your pride to the side and tell the person you really love how much they mean to you today because life is too short to care about what anyone else says. Amen. Uh, 21 Savage posted a picture on Instagram with the caption, you cross me once, it's fuck you for life. <laughs> so we don't know <laughs> if that, that was... savage. I well, haven't I haven't talked to Amber yet. I will text her when this is done to see if we can get her back in the studio. I'm mean, going to doubt she's going to do an interview, but I mean, hey, I will say this. Um, so How did they the, break the, the question, up? What the, I don't, know. We don't the, know. The questions we have here is, what have you done to try to get your ex back? And do you believe you should move backwards? I will tell you, my rule is life doesn't go in reverse. And with this last ex, I felt sorry for him in the situation and felt like I could still be good for him. And what did I say? I said to myself, we're going to give him another chance. And guess what? He popped up out of nowhere and said he had a girlfriend. That's God saying, no, nah, we're not going backwards. I'm not going back. When it's over, it's done. Yeah. Mm. No, nah, Not for me. I believe in... Um, Reconciliation just depends on how much the love or how much love there is or was. Like, still to this day, I would definitely go back to Jen if I had a chance. It, but it was but it was toxic. Why? No, it wasn't toxic. I just feel like we needed some room apart. It's been a year. I feel like it's a lot of things that, you know, on her end and my end, that could have been done a lot better. But, and I think with us being apart now, we've had a lot of 
growing to do but don't as far you believe, as individuals. But don't you believe that God maybe have put you through all that to prepare you to be great for somebody else? I mean, yeah, there's a lesson in that. Look at all the people that's been through the infidelities and got back together and was stronger than ever before. Like who? Shoot, well, uh, Amina Butterfly and her dude, uh, Ray J and well, her Well, they're not her together. Shit. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, it, it does work. It has worked. Okay. In many cases. I, I mean, think. you can have a cordial, respectable, civil well, relationship. I mean, it's, worked. it's worked. With who, though? I don't know. It might not be slurs, but I'm sure there's multiple people in the world that have been in relationships that one or the Melissa, other you has got cheated, one? and mm-hmm. they got together, and it's made them either stronger or not. Usually, Sometimes it can make you stronger. It just depends. Usually, I don't, I don't go backwards either just because, you know, after I've broken up with somebody, he may as well be a eunuch, you know? <laughs> but, um... You know, there's somebody from my past, not too far past, mm-hmm. that um, I just felt like space needed to be taken between us, not because of infidelity whatsoever, more that he needed to sort some things out that I could not help him with. Mm-hmm. And did just, you get back with him? It's looking real good. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're having we're having a we're having a good time, and it's like. It's like it, it was in the beginning before the shit started. Before it's, but it wasn't the shit. It just it was it's just stuff he needed to, w- to work through. Yeah, and yeah. I determined I could not help him. Yeah, and so he's worked too. through it and it's dope and it's awesome. And we're having a great time. I'm happy for you. So yeah. to any would, of you out there that I've that. ever had a relationship with or relation with, if it's over, I ain't going back. Oh, Jennifer, I would love to have another. Okay, we're not going to start that again. So moving love right you, along. Baby. What okay, else is going on? Do not on? steal my motherfucking flowers. I will kill you. <laughs> what else okay? is going on? All right. So Rihanna and Katy Perry reportedly have a beef over the Met Ga- over a oh, Met Gallic pick, gosh. which is interesting because these two used to be freaking frack. BFFs. Yeah, they were like tied at the hip. So and, what's the issue? Okay, so Katy Perry may have been all smiles and photos next to Rihanna at the Met Gala last week, but sources are saying it was all for show since the two are supposedly not talking. Um, according to The Sun, the two haven't been talking for more than a year, and no one really knows why. Um, because Rihanna was chairing the Met Gala, but of course she was with that outfit. She looked amazing. God. But they're both together on the cover of what time? Not time, but oh, Vogue. Vogue. They're both on the cover together. Yeah, I loved, I actually, I loved Vogue's Insta stories. Oh, uh, oh my so God. Good. Yeah, oh, Depeche Mode. Anyways, I, I digress. Um, because she was chairing the Met Gala, she had to pose with a lot of celebrity guests, but it was really uncomfortable when she was asked to pose with um, Katie. Um, and they used to be so close, but Rihanna's expression in the photo says it all. Ooh, let's call that photo up right now. Katie was upset about the whole situation because Rihanna was cold to her and she wasn't invited to her after party. Mm, damn. Well, your wings were really big, so maybe that's why you couldn't get in the door. I'm not sure. Um, they didn't have a big bust up over one specific thing, but over time their friendship has gone from uh, being very, very strong to non-existent, and Katie was pretty gutted. I wonder what it is. Uh, I guess only the two of them know. Well, Katie doesn't seem to be to know any more than re- we do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, she just said, oh, some pals have said that um, they grew apart when Katy Perry started dating Orlando Bloom, who they have done the on again, off again thing as well. Friendships mm. grow apart. Yeah. Um, do any of you have, think of the ones that you have, and I'll share with you one of mine. Um, My relationship that I grew apart from, that I was really close to, mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you know anything about me and my history in Hollywood, you knew this was my road dog, was Claudia Jordan. Mm-hmm. And the first time we grew apart, it was out of some drama that went down, and we made up from that. Mm-hmm. But then when you find yourself in a place in life where 
what matters to you more than a relationship is being happy, mm-hmm. you're willing to let those relationships go that don't make you happy. Right. I don't want to fight for a relationship anymore. I don't have the energy to fight for friendships. You know, and that may not be a good thing to say or whatever. I don't know, but I just feel like friend being friends isn't the easiest thing, but it should never be difficult. Yeah. For me, friendships end when it, when they start to feel more like an obligation. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I felt like, yeah. you know, with her, we just came to a point to where it was just like, mm, okay, we cool, but, and she called me, uh, you know, she called me, and I'm not saying this in any diss to her because I still have, I mean, I, I have affection for her. I mean, this was one of my closest friends at the time. Um, she called me during New Year's Eve, and she was just like, look, I want to apologize if anything happened, blah, blah, and we had our conversation, and it wasn't even about that. It was just like, you know, cool. No love loss, but we are not like we used to be. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do any of you have friends that you've grown apart from? Shoot, man, not not in my adult years. Probably back in high school, but that shit don't matter. I mean, I grown apart. No, I just make a solid decision, like the friendship's over, kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know, um, and it's just usually because I've just put in so much work, and I've tried, and I've tried, and you know, it's. And that starts to feel like a job, like you said. It starts to feel like an obligation. Mm-hmm. It starts to feel like our values don't line up anymore. Um, it just starts to feel like maybe, you know, um, characteristically, you just, there's things about you I just really just don't co-sign, mm-hmm. you know? And so I usually exit stage left very quickly or very quietly, but um, it's, uh, my silence is deafening. Let's just say that. Okay, well, listen, yeah. I, to, to, my, my former boss when I had a job used to say, let the dead bury the dead. Mm. You know, it's just like out of sight, out of mind, my head's in the sand. And if I ain't going to call back my brothers, you might not get a call back too. Mm. Okay, there was somebody that I wanted to, one thing I want to talk about before we're going to Hot Topics, there mm. was that a video that went on with Childish Gambino. Ooh. The video, the uh, This Is America video. Yeah. People, stop remaking the fucking video. Yeah. Oh, my that God. And before girl. we even go any further, this the white girl who did it, and this oh, is not a black-white thing. Oof. What you're not going to do is take away some things that belong to us. That video belongs to us. That video, everything that video stood for, all of the uh, Symbolism. symbolisms in that video that belong to us in our culture, what you won't do is take it and make it a joke or a skit or whatever. And I think that, you know, social media and the, 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 um, interest of becoming the next social media star is great but you also have to have i think cultural sensitivity you mm-hmm. can't just remake everything that video that white girl <laughs> you know and you know we posted on hollywood unlocked to create the conversation because yeah. i felt like this should not even be happening right now mm-hmm. did you guys see the video it what was, do you think oh i saw it so basically what uh her name is april something or other uh, it, what's what's her name you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're not going to give her the credit. We don't want nobody to look her up, but there was okay. a girl. Yeah, screw her. Um, she basically tried to use the video itself and switch the content to be reflective of um, women equal- women's equality, hashtag times up, hashtag me too. So there was a woman who was like drinking something and she passes out. out. And so she falls back into a guy's arms and he kind of sort of resembles Bill Cosby. Um, but I will say this, one of the marked differences is the dancing white, I'm sorry, girlfriend have a stadium of seats. I'm not even going to, what did she do? I'm not even going to, the the dancing childish Gambino's video, the dancing in it was just, it got, it gave you just so much life. This girl by like, I'm not even attributing, I'm not even attributing it to race. 
Yeah. Girl, bye. See, it was, what was it when she took the cell phone out and did, what was that? What it was. It was horrible. <laughs> like it, it was. It was disrespectful. Horrible. But you know, it looked like Daytona Beach gone fucking wrong <laughs> on too much Patron. Yeah, I think people have. You know, I'm not. I I totally understand being uncensored and unfiltered and doing whatever you want to do. I get all of that, but there has to be some level of pause given to certain things that you know are important to one's culture that you just don't emulate. Like, you ain't see us going fucking with Wrecking Ball when that came out. <laughs> well, listen, it don't take a lot to get me to swing on a ball or two. That's but you, But, you terrible. know, the, the, the other thing is that there was, um, you know, Blame It On Quay, who's a friend of mine and a friend of the show, mm-hmm. he, he did a remake of it. That mm-hmm. was funny, though. I that did, was... I didn't post that one either because I felt like... You just should have just... Leave this childish Gambino thing alone. I get it, but I will. I do have to say Quay's was... <laughs> His was funny. <laughs> it was funny. His was funny, but I think my issue is... But to, it was a parody. That was a parody. I it get was it. Meant, it was meant to be funny. Hers was awful. Like, it was, it, it was just... It was awful. Her, sorry, her name is Nicole Arbor, and she sucks. Listen, um... <laughs> The Childish Gambino video has over eight, 184 million views. Mm-hmm. 184 million? 184 million. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, it's just a, it's, it, it, just, it was such an amazing masterpiece that it should just be left the fuck alone. Yeah, she, she's faced um, strong criticism online, including accusations of belittling black pain, like you said, and stealing our culture for money. There's another thing that I have to say. Kudos. Kudos mm. to the teenager, the 16-year-old teenager. <laughs> you think that's who, a legend Who fucking story? hacked into the school, <laughs> school and changed grades. Like, you deserve a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, you well, are my hero. Well, what he also is is facing 14 felonies. <laughs> Shit. Okay. As a 16-year-old, he is facing 14 felony counts of uh, for hacking into his school district computer system using a phishing email and altered his classmates' grades as well as his own. You know what I want to know? How much he charged everybody. Because I know he, I know you I know you made off with some money. I know you did. Damn. Little entrepreneur you. 14 felonies? That's more than three strikes. I so am, that's prison. I am praying that he is a black kid. Well, because, on. number one, he... <laughs> I know he ain't. He's some little nerdy white boy who found out how to hack into some shit. Yeah, 16-year-old David Rotaro. <laughs> But let me say, mm-hmm. I think he's brilliant. You know, a free meek is over, so let's free. What's his name? Uh, free David. David Rattaro. Free David Rattaro. But wait, check it. He told the news it was like stealing candy from a baby. David, I need your number <laughs> right now you because said very easy. yeah, because I have a bitch that is catfishing motherfucker. She's been doing it for ten years. Nobody can find her. I think she's in Ohio. Can you help me Listen, out? Listen, this is what I think that should happen to David. I hope and pray that they don't try to send this little guy to prison. At all, but what I think this only is showing the school system: if a sixteen-year-old can hack into your system in five minutes, just up your fucking security, up your up your your service. And I think the most this guy should get is, I think he should he just should, he should get expelled. He should get it suspended. He should do some type he of should get a service, whooping, a whooping, and, and a public apology, and a public apology, mm-hmm. and probably. A little probation. That's Leave it. him alone. Well, you know what? He's going to be um, he's going to be working for some top IT company, making like six figure salaries with like bonuses that puts him over the edge of seven figures. But at that's if he get these fourteen felonies. Off First of all, all going to be just fine. All those kids whose grades got changed, I would sue the school if they changed them back. Because at this point, how do you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Look at Frank Abagnale. Catch Who me. If, catch me if you can. 
Master Forger that was played by Leonardo DiCaprio. I, why do you say Catch yeah. Me if you can? I thought it was Catch Me Outside Girl. No, no. I'm just about the movie. Because uh, the FBI started to recruit him for his, you know, for his abilities to detect, you know, for, to be able to fraud the government. So then they were like, okay, well, help us catch criminals just like you. I think what so you maybe. should what you should do in wow. these situations, has, right. you know, listen, government, what you should do in these situations when you capture these kids is you should say either take the 14 felony charges and go to trial mm-hmm. or teach us how you did that so we can build yeah. software or something to prevent doing it again. Mm-hmm. Bam. There Boom. you go. God, Melissa, your hair looks so beautiful today. You know, you rocking rough and tough with your Afro puff. You do look good. <laughs> <laughs> is it, really? Is that yes. what? That's what I look like. I'm rocking rough and tough with my Afro puff. Yes, you look good. Oh well, thank you. I love how dense my hair is and how curly it's getting. I'm really enjoying my real hair. Mm-hmm. It has been clearly. You've done a whole photo shoot within your little leopard pants with your ass and everything. Mm, it's mm-hmm. been, with your breast out. It, no, I, you didn't no. see your breast. No, no, my no. Those pictures are I haven't posted just yet. Um, but <laughs> one just, body, one body part at a time. Exactly. Just wait, people. It's coming. But um, no, I mean, my hair has been, you know, figuratively and literally under wraps for. Oh God, I want to say like ten years. Ten years of weaves, wigs, braids. braids, protective styles. You know, but I just never felt confident enough to like rock my own hair. Um, my curl, my, the density of my hair, like it just intimidated me, but now I'm having like just this whole new movement and, um, sugar bear hair vitamins are like, it's just making my hair just get thicker and longer. And I got edges, honey. And mm. it's just, it's, it's working itself out. I am having the best time. And but why is having great healthy hair important to you? Well, first of all, because you were in a movie called Good Hair. I was. And I talked sure. about the issues that I that I had with my own hair and perception of beauty. So that's one reason, you know, when it comes to our perception of beauty as women, skin, body, you know, well, mainly butt, and hair. Mm-hmm. That is what we use. That That's one of the things that we, you know, feel defines us in terms of like our, you know, our youthfulness and et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, it's just... Sugar bear, sugar bear hair vitamins are just like my favorite thing right now. They're on Amazon. They've got rave reviews. And the last show we had some, they actually taste pretty damn it's good. It's really hard to just eat the prescribed amount, which is two at a time, because I probably eat four or five at a time. But I won't lie. Put, it, so put in those good. little blue gummy bears in my mouth. It's almost like sucking off Papa Smurf. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, <laughs> I wouldn't know anything all, about that. Okay, but what, so out of the celebrities right now, you have great hair. You're in the movie Good Hair. Mm-hmm. Who do you think right now has good hair? Because I would have to throw out SZA. SZA looked like she got some good hair. She does. I and I. and This is in no way, shape, shape or form. When you're in the in- entertainment industry, you put... Um, you add stuff to your hair. I'm not sure how much of that is hers. I have no idea. But if it's all hers, God bless her, because mm-hmm. it is a beautiful mane. Um, Gabrielle Union. Mm. I love the I, I love the thickness of her hair. Um, mm-hmm. I love the way that she embraces it in its natural state, or she'll press it out, or whatever the case is. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Tr- I mean, come on now. I mean, she's just yes. perfect. Period. Yeah, she's just perfect. Period. So you know, a Carrie, um, a Carrie Washington. And I ain't gonna lie again. Solange. I, earlier in the, in the show, I talk about dinner I just had with uh, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. That girl get money because that hair is done. 
Yeah. She That's got a good wig. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Tokyo style. But the All best right. thing about the, yeah, so it's just like uh, the sugar bear hair vitamins, you know, they've got as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, you know, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, as much vitamin B12, which we need as organic, as four organic eggs. So, so can, can we tell people where they can go and get this product so they can have hair like yours? Alrighty then. So you guys might want to log on to sugar hair, or sugar bear hair, try and say that five times fast. Sugar, sugar bear, bear hair, hair. Sugar bear hair. Sugar bear hair. Sugar bear hair. See? <laughs> 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 slash unlocked for beautiful hair and a healthier you. That is sugarbearhair.com slash unlocked. Bam. And, and again, one more time. Sugarbearhair.com slash unlocked. Okay, everybody, we out. Peace. Peace. Bye, everybody.